Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. Inside of your email sales sequence, should each email have one call to action or more than one call to action? The answer sometimes can be a bit unclear and I'm gonna to try to help you answer it for yourself by sharing a client story. So I have this client, we've been working together for a while. And when we first started, I was troubleshooting their funnel in our kickoff call and they have a free ebook. When somebody opts in, to that free ebook, that person that opted in is delivered a series of emails that deliver the ebook and then attempt to sell a membership. Now the client, part of why they had hired me to manage their ads and fix their funnel was because they needed to sell more of their membership. Oh, weird. I live in Mexico and I heard this weird noise. It was one of the dogs next door to me kind of yapping. If you've been to Mexico, you've heard plenty of dogs barking. It's because here, having a dog is like having a home security alarm system. The dog's in your yard, it barks. And that's what I just heard. But this bark was extra bizarre. So the issue is, is that at the bottom of my client's email, when I first looked, he had good emails. And at the bottom, though, there were like three images and each image was a call to action and a link to go somewhere. And so these emails would have like a link to go to his Instagram account and a link to go to the membership sales page and then also a link to go to their in-person program. And so the first thing I'm thinking is, by the way, my name's Quajo. I'll tell you what I was thinking about my client in a moment, but I'm the official host of the Art of Online Business Podcast. Rick introduced me as host back in episode 746. And if you're like, where's Rick? It's been a while since I listened to the podcast. Who are you? Well, I was coaching with Rick inside of his accelerator mastermind group coaching program for like three years. And when Rick decided to pursue a different direction, he wanted me to take over the podcast because I, like him, am passionate about online courses and online business memberships and coaching. 
but I'm like a fresh voice. I'm not the wise sage that Rick is, though I have many of the same skills that come with coaching sales and marketing and team dynamics and hiring and systems and processes. I am just a new upstart. I'm a Facebook ad manager by trade, and I have recently launched three courses that have to do with Facebook ads and Tripwire offers how to make them for your own business and troubleshooting funnels, which are the exact same services that I offer. And so good to meet you. My name's Quajo. I hope that you will be hearing more of me and back to the episode now. So this client had the goal of selling their membership, but their sales emails in their lead magnet sales email sequence well, the call to actions were very clear. They weren't muddled. There was just like three of them in every email. So what we did is, well, I don't think we should have three call to actions in one email. My client did though. So let me walk you through my reasoning. Number one reason is something that I did not make up myself. Well, I don't make up much myself. I do actually. But this was, <laughs> wow, where is this going? This is decision fatigue. And decision fatigue is just the idea that making numerous choices or decisions, especially in a short period of time, can lead to a decrease in your ability or your lead or your prospect's ability to make sound decisions or choices because their mind is just drained. And what does that mean for us online marketers? It means the more decisions you put in front of somebody, the lower the possibility or the likelihood that they will even make one of those decisions. We're bombarded with the decisions. We don't want to overwhelm our prospects, our leads, who are also bombarded with decisions. We don't want to overwhelm them. I'm thinking of my kids, specifically my daughter, who does struggle with ADHD. She was diagnosed with it. And my wife and I had to retrain ourselves. We just cannot give her three directions in a row because she will forget those two directions and not even do one of the directions. And she doesn't even really know which one is the most important or she will at the time that we give the directions for sure, because she's a super smart individual, but then she goes up to her bedroom and she'll just forget all three. And folks on your email list or people who have just come into your business ecosphere are in many ways the same, but because of decision fatigue and not ADHD, which is don't give them so many things to do. One thing to do per email. That way, the likelihood of them taking that action is higher. Also, if you put a bunch of links in your email, like my client here, his social media is strong, like 70,000 folks follow him on Instagram, right? So if you take different links to other areas of your business, Somebody who's on your email list might click one of those other links and that destination is not optimized to do anything, let alone convert them into a sell for the offer, which by the way, selling is serving. That's something that Rick always taught me and that's something I strongly believe you are here to serve somebody by selling them your offer that's going to deliver to them a breakthrough in whatever area they need, right? And so we want to make sure that we're helping as many people as possible. And so you put a link in your sales email sequence that sends somebody, let's say to your social media, well, they're going to see your social media and probably get stuck there because your social media is good. And then they might not ever buy something just because life gets in the way. 
Also, what if they go to a page on your website and that page isn't necessarily optimized to sell, though it has a bunch of products on it, but then they don't know which product they need right at the moment and they don't really have the time or the attention to click on various different products to figure out which one they need or read the sales pages of three different products and then compare those to figure out what they need. And there is another potential sale lost. So you want to, here's a solution, put only one type of call to action in your email. And by the way, if you are an online course creator and you have a funnel, as in a funnel, a series of emails that can sell a product that comes after, let's say, your lead magnet or you're giving like a webinar live or recorded, I have this tool that's a funnel leak finder, a funnel leak finder. It's a spreadsheet with all the funnel steps you can put in your percentages and conversions and I actually teach you the standard conversion rates in there and you can see which step of your funnel is leaking leads. Because this is what I do a lot. People pay me to consult them on their funnels. And I notice the same kind of questions. And so this is one kind of tool that I use in my funnel consulting to help discover the leaks. And now you can go and use it for yourself. That link is in the show notes below or the description below if you're watching on YouTube. So choose one job per email. Emails do not like multitasking. Give them one thing to do and focus everything in that email toward that one action. So if your email is building authority or revealing or showing to your email reader that you have helped somebody with a similar problem that the reader probably has, i.e. a case study, that case study should be aligned with that email's one goal. And then the inline links, as in those more natural links that are inside of a paragraph that don't say buy my stuff, but more like if you casually mention the name of a program or a solution and you link it there, those links should go to one place. And the call to action button in your email should go to that same place. And the PS blah, 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 paragraph and link should also go to that same place. And this way your reader will be ultra clear where they should be going and what they should be doing if they have the issue that your email brings up and would like to do something about it if they choose to do so. So it's okay if in your email sales sequence, you have an email that prompts people to follow you on social media because you would like to have people reach out to you in the DMs and you would like to grow your Instagram following or your YouTube subscribers. That's fine. Have that in its own email that serves that purpose. And if you want somebody to reply to you, say like to tell you something that they struggle with because you're there and listening and you might make an episode about it on your podcast or on your YouTube channel, have that be its own separate email. This is what I advise. This is what I do. My name's Quajo. Until the next episode where you get to see me again or hear me again, be blessed and take care. Bye. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded 
video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.